joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. Today, I am joined by the lovely Tracy Jenkins. She is a mortgage originator at Animac. Well, Tracy, number one, thank you so much for joining us. You know, most of us came into this industry, you know, by way of accident or some other crazy story, but we stayed in the industry because it's tied to our personal and professional why. So Tracy, please share with us, what's your why? Well, first, thank you for having me. Obviously, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, as to my personal why, it, it definitely started out to be my family. I was uh, graduated from Temple University, go Owls, back in the day with a real estate finance degree and a double major in law and really thought I would go on to law school and had babies instead and ended up in the trucking industry. How does that happen? And then when I was senior management got laid off, I'm like, yeah, let's go back into real estate. It's really what my love is. And at the time I had three small children. So I really thought I'd be a real estate agent, commercial agent, but instead turned to mortgages for the what I thought was steady hours, but uh, that was a lie. <laughs> uh, so here I am 18 years later, been a manager, been a sales manager, been a branch manager, been always in sales. And my why has always been to spend time with my family, to have that flexible schedule that we all love to hate. Um, I work on vacation, but I get to take more vacations. I work on the weekends, but I get to have an afternoon with my grandbabies. So that's always been kind of the why. And I've always wanted to help people. And I just feel like this is a way I can help people. And as a single mom coming up, it was a way I could help people and support my family. Wow. So I love really that. I love happened. that. And, and, you know, to hear, you know, okay, you went to school, of course, the, you know, you had your family, then you went into trucking, but then you came back, right? We have this, we have this whole thing about a lot of times, even when we try to make a change, when we're in the industry and we make a change, we always wind up coming back, right? We're, we're like this um, boomerang that comes right back around. And you're right. It allows us the ability to help so many, but most importantly, the ability to help our family, the ability to, to, you know, if we need something in the future, we can say, well, I'm just going to put in that extra time, or I'm going to do some more networking, or I'm going to do a marketing campaign, or I'm going to take on these initiatives. And regardless of what's going on in the marketplace, we still have that ultimate control of, okay, this is what needs to be done. So I love that. And, you know, the second question kind of ties into that helping families. Now, there's those stories, those special families, and there's so many. I know you've worked with so many that have, you've made a monumental impact. But I love to hear people share those special ones that are just in your heart forever. Can you please share a story with us? of a family where you realized how much of an impact you made on their lives? This story, uh, typically you hear the first time home buyer and I've had tons of them, many in particular that just bring tears to my eyes. But probably the most impactful one was we had a client and I was 
counseling him and he needed a cosigner. And he's like, okay, I'll get my parents to cosign. I mean, they're much older and my dad's an ex-vet and they, they have all their stuff together. They have, they'll definitely be able to cosign for me. Okay, great. Mom and dad come in, they do an application. Mom and dad have literally 27 different credit cards. And they're literally living hand to mouth. The dad has, and the mom gets me separate and says, Trace, can you help us with this? I'm overwhelmed. My husband has mild dementia. So he's, I took over the bills and I, I don't even know what to do with all this. They had their house paid off. It's why the son thought that they had everything put together. But in the meantime, they were living on a pension and social security and putting everything on their credit card. They, um, they end up refinancing down to paying, <laughs> I think it was $2,600 last month. It was something. And they never thought that they were ever going to get out from under, especially the mom had not been the person who was taking care of the bills and stuff. She had no idea all this was going on and had only recently been handed that over and just turned it into, well, now like our bills are next to nothing. We have all, you know, we used our equity. We would have never thought everybody told us to pay off our house. This is, you know, unbelievable. They end up still co-signing for the son they were able to do it afterwards. So the whole thing just worked out and, and you walk away thinking, Oh, okay. You know, that was not every time you can save somebody that kind of money. You're like, yeah, but this was a Vietnam vet. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was just so thankful that he later came into the office and brought like a fruit basket and they were in tears, literally like you, you don't even know what you've done to help us. Like we, we would have never done this. We would have just quietly struggled because basically prideful, you know, like their, their generation was always told to do a certain thing. They were told to pay off their mortgage, own your house, you're retired. And they had no like concept that their debt was just drowning them. Um, and this was, it has to be five, six years ago. Now. And they're still like, they're doing well. And the same thing, then they get to pay their extra money and, and I told them guys you, you don't pay extra and they're like no no you got to pay down go, <laughs> you're not paying it off right I don't want to be mean but you're not paying it off and they laugh and they're like yeah there you go so and the fact that he was a vet was even more profound you know that he you know just to be able to help somebody and it, put them in a better place like that um, there's tons of first home buyer stories, but that one stuck me just because they had no clue and they were suffering, like seriously suffering. And really? every they, they said they were like putting groceries on credit cards because they were running out of cash every month, like that kind of level of suffering because the cards just took over and took over and took over and they couldn't keep up with the payments. Wow. That is such an incredible story and such a great reminder, right? For everyone that's listening to this, there's two things I'm hearing in that, right? For the mortgage professionals that are listening to this, that is what we do. We ask questions. 
we understand the full, the full scope of someone because in their mind, they thought that was what you were supposed to do. That was the plan, right? You pay off your mortgage, you're retired. If you need help, you turn to credit cards, right? And then the second part of what I'm hearing is, you know, April is financial literacy month. And when I'm listening to you tell that story and you really think about how, how lack of financial literacy there is in our country, right? Every day we hear these stories, right? And it's interesting that just last month, I had a financial advisor, a woman financial advisor come and speak at one of our masterminds. And I said to her, I said, you know, I find that people are more comfortable having a conversation about a taboo sexual conversation than finances. <laughs> like I actually think that people are more comfortable speaking about one versus the other, which doesn't make a lot of logical sense, but yet that is our society. People don't want to speak about finances because they think they're um, they think maybe I'm not doing as well as someone else, or I'm embarrassed about this. Or if I ask this question, then they'll realize that I don't know. And we have to change that. We really have to change that. And Tracy, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Like, what are your thoughts on what we can do to improve this lack of education on finances? That's so funny because I've been, I've been seeing lately a lot of comments um, on social media about you, there should be a class, right? Yep. Um, I, I don't know if it would be wasted on a high school age right. child, but you know, cause they're not yeah. paying attention. They're not but focused at the same on time that. If it was offered, right. Or maybe when you go to college or maybe, maybe us as professionals, you know, I know that my first time home buyers that are using grant programs, they get an education. Yep. I don't think that's a bad thing to mandate. Hey, you know, for our agencies, home, you know, if you do just the home buyer ones, you get an education. But what if you did save your money, but you're still not really savvy? You know, I don't think it's a bad idea to have that education component based in all loans that are first time home buyers, period. That just so they know what they're talking about. Um, it, where credit's concerned, I've tried to school my children and who are quite old now and their friends, you know, get a credit card. Credit yeah. cards aren't bad. It's how you use them. If, if you're not using one, nobody knows you exist. That's right. And it's power, right? Having excellent credit is power. We know that, right? Because you are going to, at some point, need to get a car, need, you know, want to buy a house at some point. So yes, it's not, if you, like you said, if you don't have any credit, you're a ghost. You're nothing, right? You, you haven't proven any track record. So don't be afraid of that. It's how you utilize, just like what you just said. And it doesn't really matter what kind of economic situation you're in currently, that it could be a small credit card, it could be large, but you have to start somewhere. You yes. have to, you know, get educated before you go out to, to buy a car, to buy a house, you know, people do things on whims, they see things and they're like shiny things, you know, and just run off <laughs> and have regret later, you know, but I do think that component in high school, college, something about how to actually manage your finances, how you should save, how to develop a credit score or buy a house and what that looks like in real time. Yes, it's so important because we know 
as mortgage professionals, that it's generational wealth. The decisions that you make at whatever stage you are, you're teaching those same lessons to your children and grandchildren and generations behind. So when that first generation buys a home, you've now changed from a renter mentality where this is what we do to a homeowner mentality. So all of this changes with someone, right? Someone's being that first person, that whether it's the first person to go to college in the family or the first person to buy a home in the family, those life decisions change generations to come, which is so, um, so amazing. All right. Well, Tracy, thank you for sharing your insights. And now I'd like to ask, you know, in our industry, you know, we're always looking for new talent to come in. We want those generations behind to come in and be able to be the new level of mortgage professional coming in. But, you know, there's a lot to learn. We certainly have learned so much in the time that we've been in the industry. But I'd love to hear from you. What advice would you give to someone just starting out on their career path? Uh First of all, still learning on the daily, right? Because if there's one thing that's constant in our business, it's change. Uh, for the young people coming up, I was very blessed in my last position to be able to, to school three new people and give them some insights on how to do things. And, and I really think if you put your customers first, that that's ultimate, you know, this, this job, if you're in it for the money, you'll make money, but you won't last long. Like it's, you're not going to get satisfaction out of the job if you're not in it to actually help people. Um, the second is training. Take as much training as you can possibly get. You know, I'm very blessed to have 2020 as part of my curriculum. Um, I have that at, at my company for free. I would pay for it if I didn't. Um, you always have to keep yourself uh, educated, just constantly growing and learning and, and get a mentor this business, there isn't a book for it. We don't go to college for it. You don't have to have a degree, but unless you actually learn the right way to do things and how to handle yourself with customers, you're, you, you need somebody. You need somebody with some credibility and some um, integrity that you wanna follow their lead. Because as we all know, there are people in our industry, unfortunately, who are not like that. Um, you just wanna, partner yourself with somebody that's so they bring you up. And I think, um, I think we're in agreement with, we were talking earlier about like, I'm all about raising us all up, right? Like that's how we work is that I help you, you raise up. I come up too, just by not even a money aspect, but just a human aspect. That's honestly, Tracy, that's one of the things that I've seen change over the last few years. I know when I started out in this industry, and maybe it was just my per perception, maybe it wasn't even accurate, maybe it was just the way I was seeing things. I looked at our industry many years ago as kind of cutthroat, you know, kind of like you have to lose in order for me to win. But I don't feel that way about our industry anymore. I, I really do believe that there's so many good people now that truly realize you can win and I can win and they can win and we can all win as long as we put those customers, clients, families first and are here for the right reasons, like you said. So thank you for sharing. 
I love your advice. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Thank you for being a light to, the, to our industry and everything that you do. And we wish you all the best, always. Thank you so much for having me, Laura. And thank you for your inspiration as well on the daily. <laughs>